Well, my name is Toby, first of all. <laughs> and I'm Vanessa. And welcome to No Filters, No Fears. I was going to do it nice and slow. <laughs> to be like, to be like doing it nice and slow. And I'm like, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I slowed down. Um, How's everyone doing? Everyone, wow. give us a thumbs up if if you're doing well. If you're nice and safe. Oh, hello, new friends, new friends. So today we we're gonna introduce a, a, a new thing to you guys that we're gonna start implementing uh, verbally in the live streams, and also we're gonna start implementing it on the final recording with an actual visual. And it's called. Do you wanna say what it's called? <laughs> I mean, it's called the elephant in the room. We all know what that saying so, means, right? Like, the, yes. the thing that nobody wants to talk about that makes everybody uncomfortable. To talk about, yeah. you know, the uncomfortable conversation. So, we're going to introduce this new, um, how do you Kind of rating? It? Yeah, it's like a rating system. So, the whole idea of it is we all know that um, certain, our goal is never to cause anybody stress or to trigger them or to offend anyone, right? We're having, we're sharing our points of view, our opinion, whatever research we mustered for a particular topic and our understanding of it. And sometimes Ruby and I don't agree. <laughs> no. So, um, but we know that we come from a place of love and wanting to understand a different perspective, regardless of whether we follow it or not. But we know that some people may take an issue or get hurt. That's never our goal. So we came up with this kind of rating system between one to five to give you guys kind of an idea of, you know, if the conversation or the topic itself is going to potentially have uh, information or wording that might trigger uh, a, a hurt, a thought, an offense. So just so you come in um, prepared, you know, or... Um, or don't listen. And we never get upset if you guys don't listen to a particular conversation because of the rating. Like, it might, you're like, oh, I ain't ready for this. If you're not yeah, ready like, for something, you're not ready for something. <laughs> right. I mean, in the final cut, you'll see it. It will be at the beginning. It will let you know, trigger warning, um, you know, content warning, and it will have the elephants, you know, just to give you a visual of that so then you don't feel, like, pressured, you know, you could either walk away from it, you know, for example, like, this one is a, a level three elephant, so right now you could choose to walk away or you could stay. <laughs> but let us tell you first what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Right. Because it's such a, because, and, and Shubi, you said this, and you're absolutely right. Um, change is such a vague, hold on, my, my mic is all stuck in my hair. It's such a vague word. Um, first and foremost, we wanted to be very clear. We were just talking about this before we came on here. Right. What's happening outside in the world right now? We are very much aware. We are very active in it. I don't know if you all follow us individually, um, but you know, if you know Truby, you know she's head-on activist. Um, if you know me, you know I have strong opinions about things. We lend our voice and we stand. 
with the Black Lives Matter movement and the entire situation at hand as to the need for change in that respect. But the conversation won't be necessarily about that, but we we wanted to to come back on and continue our conversations and our voice and, and hear you guys out as well. But part of this that, that spoke to us was the effects that change, including all that's happening right now, has on us as people. Um, right. On our mental ability and our ability to connect with one another, to to communicate to one another. To just right? live. To just live. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, um, because it does have those effects. And I don't necessarily know that I've seen it talked about so much and how that can either help or hinder, uh, you know, the progression of, you know, the cause or any cause at all. So we're going to talk more about that kind of uh, change, those effects. And if you guys have anything about that, how you've been feeling with all the changes, because right now we are bombarded by a shitstorm of change, right? Right. And things in the world, pandemic and and plus and being here in you know with a lot of realities that maybe we thought were easier to ignore that are not so and that's the thing we don't know how to deal with that change so how do we sit here and do we compartmentalize everything or do we go through the emotions do we get involved do we not get involved how would that help you and your mental health to go through that. Because, I mean, something that we had talked about, right, uh, to be is how, like, you know, there's people that are coming under attack for, um, for maybe wanting, needing to get back to work, their social media platforms being away for them to get back to work and and, and uh, that's a big need right now so it it, it comes a little f- frustrating mentally you know because you have to think so much about about that you like you know where your heart and mind is and what you want to do but it's taxing Right, and at the same time, it's like, okay, I still care for this. Like I mentioned to you before, I still care for this, but I still have to go and work. And if social media is one of your platforms for work and people are giving you crap about using it while going back to work, are you going to pay their bills? Like, that's the the thing that people don't understand. They still have to work. You know, that's what I say. Nobody should be giving anybody shit about that. In particular, like if they're going outwardly and saying something negative, then I can get it. But if 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 you're just you know trying to balance both your mission and your need, I think I think that's the best we can do as people. Yeah, no, exactly, and that's what people don't understand. We all deal with this, like we mentioned, with these things differently. We are not, we we don't feel the same, and we don't process things the same. Yeah. Change in, to everybody is different. Yeah. In general, in general, like all things aside, like 
just like change period how are, are you a person that is very accepting of change that you're like bring it let's go <laughs> always all the time right now let's go let's I love go you. yeah i'm um yeah, that's part of negativity. It shouldn't be part of circle. Yes, agreed. I'm, I'm, you see, I'm a circumstantial acceptor of change. And I'm not even going to lie about it. <laughs> because the thing is, I, I am very up for anything and, and, and recognize that change is absolutely great and positive. But sometimes the process of accepting the change takes a little longer than the change showing up. <laughs> and I, I'm a, I, I cry through it. I hurt through it. It's not. But sometimes I'm like, oh my god, how great! <laughs> Hello. So I don't know. I, I, I wish I could uh, adopt that way of it. That mentality that you have too, be. Well, not necessarily all the time. Like, when it comes to adventure, traveling, going anywhere, like, trying new places, you know, I'm all for it. You know, when it comes to meeting new people, sometimes I'm skeptical uh, about that. Or new shows or, like, you know, something new, like this podcast. But, I mean... 10 years ago, 5 years ago, yesterday and then that stays with them until something new arrives, you know, and then you're like but, 
I don't want to do it this way because, you know, like they're so afraid because of something. They don't even realize that. They don't realize that it was because mm -hmm. of this. And, you know, now that they know about it, how can you work through that to to work through that traumatic experience or that, you know, yeah. not, that that thought in your head of what happened to me? That's the thing. Most yeah. people don't realize that. Do do you think to be that you could pinpoint as to why your approach, like your automatic response to change, regardless of what it is, is um, is acceptance? Do you think you know, like what goes on in your brain? Does it automatically just say, well, yes, great, and, and swerve, and you move on? Or do you just calculate everything very quickly and say, uh, good, bad, uh, okay? Well, it depends on what type of change we're talking about. You know, like I said, if it's traveling-wise and somebody's like, okay, let's go somewhere, or moving, for example. When I decided to move to Boston... I was down for it, you know, and I was like, I want to try something new. Like, I don't well, want to... you didn't move to me that you're like, oh, no, I'm leaving in two weeks to Google Mangala, and you didn't come back for, like, years. No. <laughs> my, my point exactly. But no, it's because, you know, the way that I grew up is, like, when you don't go anywhere, you don't travel or anything, when I grew up, you know, I was like, I want to do this for myself. Oh, he made it. Hi, Matthew, Matt. I I decided to, to do that for myself. Certain things I do, you know, think about it. For example, I don't even know. I'm, I'm really thinking hard here, guys. Because even for work, I decided to quit so many times, I just moved on and, got, and just went and got another job. I said, fuck it. I mean, like I said, for example, this but that it's for me, I absolutely, and I recognize this about myself more now than ever. Um, before, I kind of, I, I didn't put too much thought into how, what effect it had on me. I, I just kind of like went through the motions of it, and then when it happened, it happened. But now more than ever, I realize I go through a serious, and it's very real, mourning process. Like, of, and I think more now as an adult, I've, I, I go through that when changes pop up. Because, because of what all the things that are happening in the world, you you appreciate, you know, there's more weight in change, right? So I, um, even though it may not stay, even though it may not be logical, right? You go through this kind of moment where you're like, this is no more how it was. You know what I mean? Right. So like having to. Like, I, I use the example of teaching online. To me, as a teacher, being able to be... And if I get emotional, y'all just got to deal with it. <laughs> because I tell you now, that's my elephant. I'm a crier. <laughs> She's a crier, guys. It's okay. We accept you. It's fine. But um, not being able to be in the same space with my students. I'm an acting teacher. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that that ability for actual human connection is very important. I'm not even gonna take it to a personal level because then I'm a, I'm a really cry. But but to not be able to be in a room with my students and to have that energetic exchange was a big ass deal for me. 
And I went through it and then trying to figure out. And then when the whole thing happened, when we started reopening just as I was settling into figuring out this whole virtual thing, I'm like, now nobody's going to want to do it the way I need to do it. And then I'm screwed. So all those changes make our, our, it's a constant bombardment of like change, change, change. I crave it. Uh, Peter, are you talking about emotion, like human contact? Uh-uh. Don't get scared to me. <laughs> Um, I found one that I am having difficult times with. So I love okay. to be in nature. I love to hike. I love Ooh. to be in the beach. I love to feel the earth. You people know I'm a big hippie, but I love to feel that. Yeah. I love to feel the earth, like just be everywhere. Yeah. And I have not been able to do that because I get sick so easily. And with this coronavirus outside, I don't want to compromise my health. Like yes. so that 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 change yes me being home right. I get it I ha I I can't complain trust me I can't complain but that aspect of wanting to smell some grass or earth out there oh, no the is, first time that I got to be like in a beach or water setting I get I get called to the water <laughs> the water calls me the first time I had that after months of not I I cried. Uh, you forget how how important how vital those things are, and yeah. and I was grumpy. <laughs> I was grumpy that 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 change or that lack of of uh, of it's not even routine. It's ritual. We all become our own little rituals in our day to day. You know yes. what I mean? When when our stress levels become too much of how we cope. And not being able to cope like that was real, was really difficult. And I was grumpy. I was grouchy to people. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know from the people that are actually like listening. Like, does it have an effect to changes and your assimilation of those changes? Does it make you grumpy? Does it make you? Um, communicate with people differently. And by communicate, I mean like snap back. <laughs> like for me, until they start answering. Yeah. For me, yes. When I want to get out of work and just go and take an hour walk in a park or something, I can't. And there's no other way for me to like release that. It becomes. It 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 becomes that. Hey, Kenneth. It becomes that. That I don't even know what to do with myself because it's something that I, I it's been it's been taking away from me. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And I appreciate it. So I don't know how else to transfer that energy when I just all I do is you know go out to nature. Now what do I do with this time? I could write. I could do this, but it's not gonna. It's not sufficient enough because the earth, walking, the park, that is what's you know, going to take all this anxiety away from yeah, me. Absolutely. I mean, and it, but also it affects, I'm getting real comfortable with y'all in my little corner and I lean back. Um, it's not just like it, it, that it throws that off, but like it doesn't make you as receptive to the fact, to the idea that someone else is also going through it and that they respond differently. Um, I I found myself I, I I try to be I can't necessarily say I pride myself in being because that's 
not very humble, but like, I, I would like to think that I'm the kind of person that is very cons- like open uh, and aware of how other people might be are feeling and like take it easier and try to understand them before I snap. But sometimes it's not me. <laughs> sometimes I do like I don't think of that and. Wow. In this particular situation, I I have found myself very difficult to try and understand, you know, someone is going through this and how it may be affecting them because you're so thick in your own. El potaje, como like my Cuban people say, estás en el potaje, so you can't see it. And that potaje is like a soup, guys. Like you're so thick in your own soup that you can't see somebody drowning in theirs. Right. So I'm the opposite on that. I'm the opposite. I could like I I always ask most people that are watching know that that I I ask how are you? Are you how are you dealing with this? Are you okay? Like mm-hmm. even though they don't ask if I'm okay, I don't care about that. I'm like how are yeah. you dealing with it? Yeah. Because to me, I don't know. I again I work different. My brain just like se va para yeah. it goes somewhere else and it's like ah, you know. I mean, but, I tr- I. I try to be more cognizant and, and to do it, and I think I do it more often than not. But I recognize that lately I was a lot shorter with with um, with people, and not any person in particular, just with people in general. That I would typically just be more like aware of. Vanessa, relax, don't snap. They're going through the same thing, and they just react to it differently. I wasn't trying to do all that math. I was just like. Right, sad right. Man, right. Um, yes, my husband gets my emotional roller coaster. Sadly, yeah, and we and we and you know our partners, our family members, sometimes end up getting the brunt of it, a heftier brunt of it than um, a stranger, and it has to be annoying to them because you know then they get then you get the whole feeling of like. Oh, you take it out on me, but a fulanito le pasas la mano. <laughs> right. Like, with like, so-and-so, you're fine, but with me, it's like, man. Like Danny said, communication, um, you know, is diff- becomes different. So, yeah. Because the way you used to communicate with somebody, obviously, is not going to be the same because you have other things in your mind. Like, you're not able to leave your home anymore. You know, like you only could do this and this and this. Like my routine is like go to the grocery store and come back home because that's a necessity. Other than that, it's like you can't hang out with people. You miss people. You know, how can you how can you adapt to that new change, that new normal for now, of, of course? And so yeah. things obviously become different. And then... Like, it's it's the usual thing about change. I started painting, release my frustration of quarantine. Yes. Oh, I would love to see that. Yeah, absolutely. When, when somebody has a creative outlet. Yeah, Sharon. Absolutely helps. Um, I think also it's like change usually comes in increments. So typically we're able to assimilate, you know, reframe whatever feelings we have about it and, and deal. Cope and move on. It The rate of change right now so far exceeds human ability to assimilate I feel. It's like whatever within your own life you have your own changes. 
-hmm. your hormones, (laughs) your, you know, your financial situations, work relationships etc and then now you have the world the world things that are changes that affect you personally and because we're human you would hope that you're that you're seeing i'm not saying that we hope you're human we hope that there is empathy sympathy for things that are happening and I'm not just talking about um, you know Black Lives Matters I'm not just talking about the horrific murders that that every day we're hearing about I'm talking about the, the deaths because of the pandemic the pandemic all the different things that are always a constant it's like it's a lot right now all at once being highlighted Right, and then you don't know what to direct your attention to. And then you lose yourself, like I told you earlier, because there's yeah. so much happening. I want to do everything and all. I want to have my attention to everything and all. But where do I fit? And then I just... And then we become grumpy people because we don't know what to yeah. do with our... And I, and, I, and I don't feel like... Sometimes when I say that like to myself, talking, I'm like, I don't mean it to sound like a, oh, poor me, that I have all these emotions that I have to deal That's not the point of it. I think kudos to the people who feel so much that they feel bad that they're feeling so much. <laughs> kudos to you because that means you're aware. And sadly, that's not something a lot of people can say, that they're genuinely aware um, or care. And um, unfortunately... And I don't know if you feel this. I get really annoyed sometimes when our generation gets uh, kind of stereotyped as the uncaring generation. Right. Like, like I don't, my thought process on this, yes, it annoys me. <laughs> um, I mean, of any generation, I think it's true that there's the people that just don't mm-hmm. that. I think that's of any. Uh, of, human. Yeah, of human thing. There's the people that me rosa. But right. <laughs> but I think it's unfair. I do think that um, it's not a completely incorrect stereotype of our generation. Um, and I think that it's being put to the test and making those that weren't move. <laughs> See, I have a, I have a, a, a thing about that because, as you know, like, Generation X, Y, Z, whatever, you know, how do I say it in English? The ones that are way younger than we are, like in their 24, 23, 22, I think that they're in the non-caring stage at this point right now. I mean, I've seen some. And I haven't seen all. So, again, it goes back to right. just being I mean, people, just people in general. But I agree with you with not, I mean, not everybody being, you know. Yeah. But I think that's also a part of, of assimilating so much change. Right. Because think of all the things at one time that have happened to our one generation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do you? Oh, 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 oh. Do you think we just become numb to certain things? We've had to deal a lot more than people older than us. The thing is, 
we've had to deal with it. But think about it. They're still alive and kicking. So they're dealing with it as well. And they've seen it in different stages of its existence. But I, know, I know you say it, say it, say it. I, I, I also, But I also think that I do agree because yes, like you said, they are, they have lived through their own stuff, but now that they're older, I don't feel like they, they're fighting or like they, they, they don't care. They, they're like, no, well, I think just like, just like we've heard it movie. said, everybody has, everybody has a, a, a uh, what's the word? Everybody has a role in the revolution, and and this and it's a, a multiple a multitude of revolutions that are occurring. Okay, that being said, maybe the role of the older generations is yeah. n is not necessarily that they're desensitized. They have history, historical knowledge. Right? Yes, for some of them, we have to help kind of reframe certain things, but they also have information that we may not, that don't necessarily exist in books. Oh, of course. Maybe, maybe that's their role, right? And since we're the ones that are going to continue this journey and, and are making these changes, um, it's our turn to be more active listeners in that respect for that purpose, to make sure that we don't become the desensitized generation and pass that on because that that i feel is part of the problem you know but what i mean there are some that are desensitized you know some are like no me importa is not my problem and they yeah. live because i've i currently see that happening right now they're like i don't need to fight this fight it's your turn now you know and i've seen and heard that and i'm over here like okay but but what do you have that you can share with us what right. do you know but they don't want to waste that emotional, like, you know, emotions. They don't want to just, you know, do that. Mm -hmm. and, and I understand that to each their own, whatever. Okay, you don't want to fight. Okay, but the ones that are older generation, they do want to share that knowledge with us. Perfect. Because the ones like, like, like you said earlier, we are the ones fighting for it and other people as well. And the ones that are not, that are our, our generation, Right. You know, but I, I think that, you know, it's, it's, uh -huh. it's, a, it's a, that was a mouthful of, a, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Janine, that was a full, because it's true, but it's just, it's both end of the spectrum, older and young people, are, everybody's like not doing anything and everybody's doing something, so. Right, I mean, and, and how much, here, here's where this. I hate using the word tolerance because not what I mean. Mm. And tolerance is such a like a me word. Like you have to put up with it. Yeah, but you don't have to. But no, but I think I think this is a bit more of the understanding of of the effects of changes and the mul like the multitude of changes that are expected of us right now. And how those affects everybody, they affect everybody differently and, and cause everyone to react differently and to be um, sensitive to it. Is that the word I want? Maybe? Because um, I'm not saying, I'm not saying to pasarle la mano, because there's clearly some people that need to go whacking in the head with some shit. <laughs> but, um, I mean... Speaking in the language of the listener, kind of deal. 
Right now, we're uh, everybody. We're puzzled. No. Um. No, no, that's good. Let us be puzzled. Talk to us, people. What do you think? I mean, by, what I mean by I'm not talking about any one particular cause right now. Right. I'm talking no. about in in the sense of in getting ourselves out of these um these spaces that we put that we go through in assimilating changes and and like getting nasty uh, resorting to like shutting down or whatever happens to us and and then having somebody attack us for it for our own need for self recuperation to go back to any given fight like I, I don't think it's that I don't think that's called for because we like for example we did our part now like you just said I need time for me let me fight I'm gonna fight again but hold on a minute while I because if I am not good enough to fight like we said before the product is not gonna be good enough to be put out so hold on let me get right. myself together yeah it was, it was part of can I can I share that? I think I can. About you know, it, part of why we last week chose not to do the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, last year. Share that. Share that. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't. It was. You know, we were heavy into wanting to inform ourselves and wanting to inform, you know, our nearest, dearest friends and our followers. I provide them with information and resources about what's going on. But it was also, we were both in very emotional places. Um, personally, with things going on in our personal lives. And then on top of that, something that's so meaningful to us. Um, like coming coming to such a, a, a height of unrest and, and need, you know. We were just, it was, it didn't, it didn't feel like we were going to be able to communicate with you guys properly without being emotional messes. <laughs> like yeah, I mean, um, that's she, English. Yes, I wasn't emotionally prepared to sit here and not cry my eyes out about what happened. So it was a very difficult thing to just sit here and be like, yeah, let's go do the, the podcast when in reality it's not that easy to sit there and be like, our, he got murdered on our first podcast. How the freak can you... I'm, I'm not going to sit there and be like, yeah, let's do the podcast because I'm not an emotional ring because I don't care. So no, we had to sit there. We had to share the links and we had to share, get information and we had to get educated on what the hell is going on and what happened and sit there through that uncomfortableness of seeing him just pass away and like just not be able you know yes we didn't want to do the podcast even though we cared about it but this was more important to us you know so it was very hard for us and yes it is a lot it's to more things it. coming every day true words exactly and it was and so that's why we didn't and and part of the reason, like, we're not trivializing anything because at this moment in time, there's no room anymore to see anything as a minor 
a minor circumstance. It's okay to step back and pour into yourself so you have quality content to give someone else. Breaks are necessary. Yes. Yes. Say it louder for the people in the back. That's why we decided to do this and sharing you and I spoke about, you know, in our private, we, we, I can't just sit here and do nothing. Like, I'm sorry, but whoever knows me since high school, I cannot just sit here and do nothing. Being ta- la, 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 la. I, my bubble is broken. There's no bubble. <laughs> There's I don't a live bubble. in a bubble. I don't yeah. live in a bubble. You know, I, I, I live for the world. And yes, it's a burden that sometimes I take upon myself. But this is more important to me than, oh, what is Chubi going to do next? No, I care about what's going to be done next to get justice for everything, for this to be a revolution, for new change to come, you know, when my nieces are old enough and they see that, wow, you know, Tia's generation did this. Oh, I'm gonna cry. I thought I was gonna cry on my fourth episode, but not this one. And that's why I do this, like. Uh, I, what? Everything you see that it's a real effect. He's just that can do that. That was your mic drop. Mic drop. Um, I mean that is the that was the purpose of wanting to start the podcast to begin with. You know, to be able to talk about these things because um we're all affected by this and it it's. Like, like I was saying earlier, it's so many things all at once that you that you feel so deeply for, that you want to so heavily correct and fix and be involved in and throw yourself into, that require this change, right? That how do you how do you process it? Right. And the, the simple, wise answer is one thing at a time. But we're human, so we want to do it all. Right. We want to do it all. And because one thing at a time feels, and I don't know for you, but maybe somebody can relate, doing one thing at a time feels like you're, you're not, like how do you choose how do you choose and what are you, what are you, um, wait, like, what are you waiting on for something else? And then it's a very frustrating space to be in. It's a frustrating time. To me, choosing one thing at a time is like, okay, what do I do first? Because then I want to do this, but like you said, I want to do that too, because they are all equally as important, but Gotta take it one step at a time. Right. And, <laughs> and the thing is, I, I mean, we, we weren't provided that lovely luxury right now because a very important step is happening in the middle of a very important crisis. Right? So you're thinking about so many things all at the same time. And then at the same time, and to, to, to take that step back moment that was so brilliantly put it, pour into yourself. I love that. Thank you. Who is that? Do you know that person's real name? Sharon. Sharon. I love that. I'm going to adopt that. Pour into yourself. What a beautiful way of phrasing it. 
But with all of these things and the bombardment of information and the bombardment of, you know, global need, personal need, um, when you go to pour into yourself, it's like you got to squeeze a damn rock. Oh, my God. Right. I didn't even think about that. Cause that's what, see, that's where I'm gonna cry. I'm not gonna do it. No, I thought you were the first that was gonna cry. I'm trying no, not to, real hard. I'm trying to hold it together. But, but I'm saying, saying I, I, but because you know, you, it's like I told you, I go through my steps of mourning and like, and realizing that I have, that in in the wanting to give so much. I, I'm I'm giving from an empty cup sometimes, and it's not again. It's not a poor me. It's a if we were all giving from our own cups, we would all still have a little left, and be able to kind of share this. It would it would be um, a, a a global consciousness, right? That I talk to you about so often. The global consciousness. And, and and also this goes back to not thinking that we're doing enough because as we spoke earlier, we're like, some of us can't go out there and protest because they have autoimmune diseases. Some of us just get sick easily. And yeah, I mean, yeah, my cup is like half, however you want to see it happen. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I try my best to do everything I can. Sign petitions, share here, share there, talk to people. Cry is never a show of weakness. It's a show of passion and it's so strongly you guys feel for the subject. So it happened. It wasn't. It's real. See, Peter? I love you, Peter. <laughs> but it, it goes back to that, to like not feeling like you're doing it. And some people feel like that. I've spoken to so many of my friends that they're like, I feel like I, I don't do enough. Like, I don't know what else to do. I already donated. I already did petitions. I already, you know, share my thoughts. I, I, I retweeted. What else can I do? You did enough. And that's sometimes where I lack my, my, that thing of like, I know I did enough. I'm, I'm I'm the type that I go protest, but I can't right now. The pandemic is just like, crazy. But and and yeah, I feel that like I can't feel that I can't feel guilty. I can't feel like I'm not doing enough. And that goes back to what you said, you know. And we can't feel we 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 are doing as much as we can. And as long as we know that. Yeah, only you can decide what is enough. Well, if it's speaking personally, Danny, nothing is ever enough. So. Okay, then maybe that's what needs to start thing. Right, right. And that's where I was saying, where I was getting at, where I have to sit with myself and say, I did enough. I did, like that day on Wednesday, whenever we message, I did so many petitions. I talked to so many of my friends. I, and then I took a break over the weekend because I emotionally wasn't well enough to, to sit here with you guys and be like, oh yeah, you know, I had a lovely weekend. No, I had to sit with myself and, you know, he's like, I'm the exception. I want you guys to, to know that, you know, the podcast here is with you live, but we have these mini podcasts with each other during our mini our meetings where we we talk at length about these things and we um 
Maybe one day we'll have our meeting live. <laughs> so you guys know what we're talking about. And we just go from tangent to tangent, but um, it's fulfilling to get the noise out of your head sometimes. I think, you know what? If I'm going to tie it all back to the subject, because before I said about how I go through all these processes to be able to assimilate, like I said, it's not all changes, certain changes. Um, I think hearing sometimes my mess out loud, you know, helps me to be like, you know what? This could be a really good thing. Hearing my mess out loud to someone else that is not sitting and and let this let this maybe resonate, however it may resonate to any one of you, and not for a particular subject. When your mess is said out loud to a person who is not sitting in judgment and who is not sitting in in hate. And, and who is not sitting in in just in the stance to response or standing in defense, right? When your mess and your feelings come out in that, it's easier for you on your own to recognize what action you need to take or not take, for you to recognize where, man, I was being very unfair or I was being... I was being very something, or I needed to do more. And um, the, the other day I got all like mushy, mushy and called Shubi and I was like, I just wanted to let you know I love you and thank you because I didn't realize so much of, about my thought processes until I was able to share a lot of these things. And I'm so grateful to the people in my life, my loves, who let me... Um, who sit without judgment and, and who allow me to like blurt out my things, my thoughts. And we have to be grateful for those people and equally try and be those people. Right? Because assimilation of change is not easy for not one damn person. Even the ones that are like, yes, let's bring it. Because when the change gets there, they, they get to go through it. You know what I mean? You know, even if it's a, a fun thing like travel, like, you're like, yes, let's do it, the change. But then when you get there, you're like, I was not ready for this heat right now. I thought it was going to be cooler, you know? And so you, you still equally go through it. So in all of its facets, change is something to be assimilated and dealt with. Um, but it, it will always have its kind of... Um, like a little pot of gold at the end of the, of the rainbow, one would hope. Where we I hope. Oh. We got two minutes left, so we got two minutes left. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's doing a countdown. These people are no joke, guys. Okay, well. The last thing, your fire and change is contagious. It is contagious, Truby. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um. So, guys, I hope this spoke to some of you, most of you. Feel free to DM us anything that you uh, that stay pending in your mind. Um, if you want to hear about stuff, if there's a particular topic that you trust us, we got a whole list of things to talk about. We have no shortage of chattage. But if there's something that you would like to hear about, let us know. Um, please share 
let your friends know um and and we want to hear from you let us know your thoughts comments questions concerns for me stay 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 safe stay aware and stay respectful i'm i'm a big proponent for something that i learned more of this year which is the whole plur mentality peace yeah. love unity and respect so stay safe y'all chuby remember you matter you are enough reading is freaking essential i know i joke about it all the time but it is educate yourself and respect one another and always always talk to someone to anyone don't keep it inside because it's not gonna you know help you in the it's not gonna help you just talk we're here you know just come to our, our dms and chat with us legit you know? legit Yes, yeah, stay safe and healthy. Stay safe. If if you cannot find a place or a person to hold space for you and you're feeling a little crazy and like your thoughts don't make sense, don't hold that in. Don't fester that. Don't dwell in it. Um, reach. Reach out. We're here. <laughs> and we know what that we feels are. like. So, And if we are not equipped to handle it or to be able to give you something that can maybe help you, we will help you find somebody to help you. Because <laughs> we're not telling you, what do we say every episode? We're going to say it. We are not therapists. Right. But and we have our, been through it. <laughs> our link for um, all the educational stuff for the Black Lives Matter is still on our webpage, on our um, link. Yes. So on Wednesday. It's the Black Lives Matter card. So it gives you. Yes. Educational literature, websites, petitions to be signed, uh, donation sites, and from there, yes, from there it links you to other things, and you can find other things to link you to more. If you have any particular information or links that should be shared, please feel free to share them with us. We'll get it out there as well. Um, If you are not a part of the change or part of the solution, you're definitely a part of the problem. Don't be that guy. Don't be that please, guy. Please, we we urge you. Don't don't. And, be it, that and it's it's and I know we all have our personal causes at a bunch of them. Right now, this needs our love. This needs our attention, and um, and everything else that's near and dear to your heart. Definitely give it your love, your attention, and always educate ourselves. Always. All right, guys. Good times. Episode two. Done. <laughs> So Keep a lookout, you guys are gonna get to see what the elephants look like. Oh yes, I've been working hard on them. But yes, if you missed the explanation of the elephants, watch it. We'll be reposting the full oh, social man cave. We're about to go away, but we are. It's gonna. It's been recorded. It's gonna go up on our YouTube. It's going up on Spotify. It's going up on Anchor. It's going up on Instagram. So look at the platform that most is helpful to you. Right. Share with your friends. Share with the family. Keep the conversations running. You know, yes. Yes, become, you know, just chat. Okay? And we're right. out. We're out. 